the word simplicity, what comes to mind? Uh, yeah, it's, it's um, an emotion that comes up rather than uh, a thought. And it's about, f for me, it's a feeling of uh, happiness or joy or calm or lightness that I associate with the word simplicity. Mm. I uh, I also think of the word simple because simple could have a negative connotation. Think about a hotel, for example, an extravagant versus a simple hotel or a simple versus a sophisticated person. Mm. Yeah, and all, uh, also there I do feel a certain... Uh, I feel attracted to the word simple also in those contexts. So having a um, a simple hotel with, you know, just simple people in that hotel, I actually find that quite attractive. Hmm. I mean, I do really like nice hotels, as you know. Um, but sometimes the, 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 as a contrast to staying in a simple hotel, is actually very nice. And I also have a positive reaction to the, word simple when you put it as an opposite to sophisticated sophisticated comes with sort of having to do certain things in a certain way and simple means oh you know you can just be what you like and and what about a simple lifestyle mm. definitely yeah is that is that the same as an easy life probably yeah so with with little worry and things and uh, logistics and uh, things in your mind. Yeah, simple. Very good. I like that too. <laughs> so th simple life, uncomplicated, less stuff. It's a decluttered life then. Yeah. I just read a, a quote. It was actually a Finnish quote because the, the, um, the Finns have for the sixth year in a row, have uh, topped the list of happy people in the world. And uh, so, so British journalists went to find out what makes them happy, as they do. And one of the, it's a Finnish quote, I won't, um, I can't remember exactly, uh, but it was something like, happiness is the place in between having too little and having too much. And that, I really resonate with that. Uh, so having too little, obviously, won't make you happy because you will have too much worry about how to, you know, feed yourself and your family and so on. But having too much comes with just, yeah, to worry about having to look after all that stuff that you own. And I am I in particular with assets that uh, require maintenance and, you know, like property is probably the biggest example for me. Not having property is a really good example of how simplicity can add to happiness. Or not having too many properties, perhaps. Uh, I have no property, and uh, I've had so many conversations over the last, well, probably last few months with people that do own quite a bit of property, more than one, uh, two, three, four, in which they also live, and it comes with huge headaches. Um, partly because where's my stuff? Right? You never know really where you're, where you. Uh, where you where you are with your things and it is in a, in a different house and partly also because you know 
the, it's money, a money thing, right? Mortgages, uh, mortgage interest rates are going up significantly. So, uh, whereas rent is more stable in a way than um, than mortgage. Another aspect that comes to my mind when you say simplicity is uh, being self-reliant, not being dependent. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm saying this, and then I'm wondering if that if that's more freedom. But I, I think simplicity, not being reliant on others, yeah, it's probably part of what I. So you mean independence? Uh, yeah. So you, when you say, for example, assets or property, I'm thinking about back to basics, becoming self-reliant in terms of, you know. If you have land, for example, can you grow your own food? If you're a hunter, can you hunt your own meat? If you have your own property, can you perhaps even get energy, uh, solar energy or um, maybe your own well? Or um, So this is the back to basics, living in nature. Yeah. Uh, in a way, the, the, you know, how our forefathers used to live. Yeah, and also so. simplicity in terms of not traveling so much, in terms of having your local community. So yeah. you you are in your smaller, it's, it's the idea of villages or smaller communities of yeah. Yeah. back to 150 or something. Yeah, yeah, it's that, that I, I do get it, but I find it very difficult to connect with it because I'm, for me, almost travel is simplicity because, you know, if I'm in a flat, with all my stuff, there's lots of things to, you know, to do and worry about. But when I put what I need for a week in a small suitcase, then that's all I have mm. and nothing, you know, and nothing to worry about. Mm. But I think when somebody says, oh, I live, a, I live a very simple life. And so I do think there is a different interpretations here because I think many people would consider traveling being uh, the opposite of simplicity, mm. the the uh, the idea of moving around a lot and living as or leading or living a simple life, as in you know I have I have my house, I have my land, I have my mm. my small community, and I do the same things most of the time daily. So what is it that? Well, I suppose I mean I'm intrigued by what you said at the beginning, which is simplicity is an experience, it's a feeling perhaps, yeah, rather yeah. than the reality, because yeah. the reality is interpreted with our filters and our values. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is really interesting, I think, because for me, simplicity means something very different than for you, perhaps. Because I like, I mean, for me, a nomadic life would be simplicity, in, in a way that, you know, my semi-nomadic life, if you like, is a, is a, is a for me, represents simplicity. Having a little bit and then I travel around, you know, the, the living in a camper van type of feel, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a, a dream that many people actually have. If you look at the number of people that renting camper vans in the last, uh, since the pandemic, really. So, you know, all you have, if it's a for, for a short period for a holiday or if it's for a longer period, but all you have is in that little home that you carry around. Uh, this is, I think, why people like to live in camper vans or caravans or, you know, uh, because you carry everything that you need around for a while. 
I really connect with that. For you, simplicity is the opposite. It's um, being in one place and having and and living from that one place and going back to basics in terms of nature and so on. Mm. Where we where we are now, really, and you know, because we are very much in nature right now. Mm. So it also comes back to what we are used to, right? So I'm used to the city life, the travel. Mm. Um, and after a couple of days in nature, I I miss my Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I do too, but not because of simplicity. That's because of something else. I think the contrast and yeah. flavoring and coloring life with many different uh, inputs and aspects and Mm. you know different needs but the need of simplicity or the experience or the feeling of simplicity i i think one thing that i probably agree with you on is that you know the idea of packing a suitcase be it physical suitcase or or your mind so think about the equivalent of a suitcase in your mind you pack your mind with this is what i'm doing now so you're basically focusing the mind that's mm. also simplicity mm saying, okay, now I'm, today I'm only doing this project or today mm. I'm only doing this task or I'm only doing this you know, client work if it's work and everything else is, is somewhere else. So yeah. it's, it's not available to you. But the thing is the mind doesn't work like that. The mind is, can always travel, time travel. It can always pick up stuff from elsewhere. Yeah. So it requires quite a lot of mind will uh, mm. or mind Pres muscles. Presence. Presence, yes. And um, so perhaps simplicity comes back to that. It's, for me, I think it comes back to lack of worry, lack of things to worry about. The simpler my life is, the, the, the least amount of things I have to worry about. And that is what I'm really after, not having to worry about anything. Now, I'm good at not thinking about things, I think. Um, but still, the, the 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 lack of stuff to have to worry about means also that it's easier to feel presence and mm. you know be mindful and sleep better and you know. But the more things there are in your life, the more things you have to think about, the more you can worry about in life. The more it's going to interfere potentially with sleep, and the more. The, the more important it is that you really, really could at being mindful and present, present and so on. But then you could also argue, take the monk on, on the hill, mm. the monk with no, no assets, no possessions, mm. no stuff. And the only thing I'm exaggerating, the only thing he or she will be doing is sitting on the mountain meditating. Mm. So no worries in the world. Mm. So meditating for the world and for yeah. a bigger. Very oneness. attractive. So, so that is a life. Yeah. That's, that's a possibility. Yeah. And then you take the other extreme. So somebody you were talking about, somebody owning five properties, uh, perhaps working 80 hours a week, perhaps having a big family, being divorced, maybe having two families. Just mm. look at all the complexity around relationships. Mm. And then you look at that and you could say that, well, actually, the simplicity is a feeling. So you can access that by your attitude towards life. Mm. But then you can make it easier and more difficult for yourself. Exactly. But then you could say, well, then the monk should be doing the complexity. So switch places between those two. <laughs> and see if right? the monk still can be mindful. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, for me, it's about, yes, so we can train our mindfulness muscle by creating more complexity, but we can also make our life easier by taking away complexity so that we need to have less strength in that mindfulness muscle. We make our life easier. And mm. I think I probably do that. I probably do make my life easier uh, by taking away things to worry about. Mm. Uh, you know, my work doesn't give me much stress because I, I just need to show up really for, for clients. I need to be there present with them, but their worries are not my worries, right? Mm. Um, the more I would be managing things or teams or projects, the more stuff I would have to think about. Therefore, I don't feel attracted to any, that, any of that type of work. Mm. I feel attracted to the show up, do your thing, and then show up again and do your thing again and do mm. that a lot. Mm. So, and, and the same in my, in my life around sort of where I live and so on. You know, you're just talking about that earlier, but so I've just moved most of my stuff from London to Amsterdam to rent, of course, not by rent a flat in Amsterdam and, um, and to give up my storage space in London and to just have everything in Amsterdam. It feels really much better than having, you know, a storage space in London with some of my stuff and in Amsterdam with some, you know, so the simplicity of having things in one place, it was a great piece of advice of you. And I'm very happy that I, I followed that advice. So now everything is in one place, more or less. Mm. A couple of years ago, I did this massive decluttering exercise, going through storages in a couple of different places. So we did a family move. We sold, sold the place and, and therefore the, all the boxes with things from my childhood uh, needed to be uh, looked at and decisions needed to be made. And um, going through all of that is, was a massive, massive project, also emotionally, because you go through memories as you see things and they carry emotional value. And you have to make a decision for every piece. If you, if you choose to look at it, you could also decide, mm, there's a box I haven't opened for years. I'm just mm. going to, yeah. yeah. you know, bin it. Yeah. Uh, but I did go through it and I did go through that emotional exercise. And although it was you know, as an investment, it was hard. The feeling afterwards is such a relief. It's, it's, it feels like a cleaning exercise on the inside. Yeah, decluttering is a great uh, mental health process. Right? Mm. Yeah, I, I love it too. I mean, I don't actually like doing it, but I love having done it. Mm. The feeling of having done a decluttering uh, job really feels fantastic. Yeah. Nice, neat drawers with things that are in their place and no mess and so on. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Really, really important. Um, I I uh I'm reminded of a client. I have to tell you this this story. Um so this is a guy who has four almost identical properties in four places. He owns all the four places. So that goes a little bit against my principle, but still. What he has done, he's so incredibly organized about his four places that he makes it work. And what he has done is he's bought identical things for all of the four properties. And that goes to the same coffee machine, the same knives and forks and plates and everything four times, but also his clothes. So he has 
suits, all his, his gym clothes, whatever, everything exactly the same in all the four places. So he travels between these four places with just a rucksack with his laptop and you know phone and maybe passport and everything else he doesn't have to. So that's a way to do it. I thought that I could probably do it that way. I would never do it because I wouldn't own four properties and live in four properties that would drive me crazy. But this is probably a way to do it. Mm. Be so super organized that you know that you go from your one property to the other one and you find exactly what you have in that first one. Mm. Yes, that would be a way to to keep that level of simplicity, I suppose. Although it's the opposite of simplicity. But because you organize yourself so well, you get that sense or that emotion of implicit simplicity. Although life is pretty complicated when you have that. Hmm. I'm not appealed by that at all. Because <laughs> no, when I travel between places, I think part of the attraction is that it's different. So I, I have different options depending on if I'm in the city, in the apartment, or if I'm in the countryside, in a cottage. Mm. So the same options are not available to me, and that's the part of the attractions. Mm. That's saying if I go traveling, I don't want everything with me part of the simplicity if that is simplicity or the attraction is that i made the decision and um, i have my suitcase so this is what i mean by having a mental or perhaps a physical suitcase with things and and you just you have made a decision at some point that this is what's available now and that is part of the attraction to me both the fact that it's different every time because the suitcase is packed differently and it's you you can't have everything at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's um. So what what is simplicity then? Is it is it the life principle? Is it the value? Uh, we we've concluded that simplicity means something quite different for you than for me, and probably simplicity means something different for other people. Yeah, for some it's negative, for some it's positive. I I think. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Why did it come up here in the first place? Yeah, so for me, it's it's that uh, if you define simplicity as a lack of worry, then it sounds probably to most people quite attractive, but people don't think about it that way. Lack of worries. So minimalistic? Yeah. Is that a synonym to... Yeah, so having a small space with only your essentials and not more, because everything more is just like stuff right so what do we do when we declutter we get rid of stuff what happens if we declutter our space we declutter our minds i don't think it's one or the other i don't think you you say that either but if if we think about quality of life or experiencing life fully sometimes i mean the way we lead life now means that certain equipment makes an experience more pleasant than not having the equipment. So just take, you know, have a glass of wine. There's so many different types of wine glasses. And you could argue that a glass of wine tastes nicer in a certain glass than mm. another glass because we, we trained ourselves to experience the taste in that way. Mm. Or if you do sports, if you go running, a certain type of running shoes will make it a nicer experience than another type of running shoes. Mm. So therefore... And if you do this with this with everything, yeah, you cut out a lot of stuff. You cut a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's really, it's yeah, yeah, true. And I, I'm, you know, I, I obviously come from a wine. I, 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 I love wine, and and 
And I, I actually went with that whole, what is it called, read-all classes thing that you have like for every type of crepe, there's a, a wine class. And for a while I went with that and I had lots of different types of wine classes. And they were all my storage. And, you know, I, and in the last nine months I've been drinking wine from basically one type of wine class. And now it's come out of storage and I've got some of those classes back. And I was serving wine in my Amsterdam flat to a bunch of people from those little French sort of farmer classes that you can use for anything. I didn't even use the wine classes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I have had running shoes for outdoor, for, for, um, cross country for uh for road running and so on now i've got one type of running shoes yeah so yeah there, there there's definitely something here that i maybe it's with my i don't know with my um maturing that i've become i've become more attracted to having just simple things than mm. than in the past definitely i've i've changed my mind around this quite a bit i think I mean, yeah, no, I think so. I met uh, some clients uh, about a month ago, and we talked about, um, this was more on the sustainability agenda, but a few of them had decided not to buy anything for a year. And there's a couple of mm. exceptions to that, not buying anything for a year. So, for example, if you need socks, you, you're allowed to buy socks. Mm. But the idea is to really just use what you have and don't add anything to your wardrobe. I think it was primarily wardrobe, actually, I have to think about this. I think mm. it was wardrobe, so clothes. Yeah. And the realization that there's very little that you need if you take away the option of buying. So the temptation of buying something as you pass the shop is not there because you've already made a decision, I'm not buying anything. Mm. Mm. Which is, again, you're helping the mind to a more simple lifestyle so what will you then use that energy, which mm. is just, uh, it's not just money, it's mm. also the mind. Mm. What will you use that energy for instead if mm. you've taken away that option? Mm. Or if you take, um, take food, for example. So you and I are right now in the countryside and for us to go to the grocery store is a little bit more of an effort than if you're in the city. So there's a bit of resistance to get in the car and go and buy food. So then you just look at, well, okay, if we can't have anything we like, which you can when you're in the city, what can we make out of what we have right now? Mm. And that becomes appealing. And yeah. that's what I mean by being as self-reliant a bit. So the simplicity of being in the countryside or having, you make do with what you have and yeah. you actually enjoy it. And the energy that we, we then get back from, from not spending the money or from, from not having all the options, is, that's attractive to me. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So I'm reminded of, yeah, as you know, I many, many years ago, I went on my first trip to Sierra Leone. Uh, I mean, as many years ago, I went on my last trip to Sierra Leone. That first trip, it was not the, the shock of coming. I mean, there was lots of cultural shocks arriving in Sierra Leone at the time, the poorest country in the world or the, uh, the second poorest country in the world after Afghanistan. And uh, I spent about I spent a good chunk of time there, maybe close to two weeks or so on that first trip. And it was the coming back to London. That was a real shock, a hugely emotional shock, which was about choice. So in Sierra Leone, when I had breakfast in, uh, in the hotel, I was saying there was just one option. 
I mean, you got served your breakfast, that's it. And then at dinner, you got, I mean, rice and goo. The, the, the type of goo changed every night, but the rice was the same. So basically only one choice. Very simple food. We got the best food they had available to them, but it was extremely simple. But in, in particular, very important, there was no choice. It was just, it was, it was, what, you know, you got what was there. And then I arrived back and I went to Starbucks and I had this, you know, 12 coffees and 20 different types of cake. And it was, I was completely blown away and in a very negative way by that enormous amount of choice I had. I didn't know what to, what to do with myself. That was after a couple of weeks mm. in, a, in a third world country. And, um, and that was actually a bigger shock probably than arriving in Sierra Leone and seeing what life was like there. It was the, the, the shock of coming back to all that choice That's that we interesting. have. Yeah. And you can take that further. Think about um, committing to another person. I mean, if we use institutional marriage, if you commit to marriage or, you know, however you commit to another person, that means you take away all the other options. You don't have to, you ha don't have to think about Am I attracted or would I like to be with anybody else? Because you mm. already made a decision. Mm. Mm. Or, I mean, that goes for any anything really. Yeah. yeah. I'm just actually thinking maybe that 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 maybe that kickstarts the sort of this feeling of I like simplicity in my life. Uh, you're right, you know, it, it, the simplicity of having one partner. Mm. I mean, life and becomes incredibly complex. The moment you don't. The the moment you open up. Yeah. Uh, the possibility that 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 doesn't have to be the case, yeah. which is, it, it's not uncommon that yeah. people decide to have open relationships mm. or polyamory or, mm. but it does complicate things. So if you want simplicity, I think it's the opposite. Or mm. you could argue the freedom that that comes with is so appealing mm. that, you know, simplicity is not worth it. But I think, you know, if we are good at, back to the monk, if we mm. are good at, uh, keeping a simple mind, even if there's a very complex environment that we have complex complexity around us, we should, we, we could, should is not a very nice way of putting it, but we, we could, we have the freedom of uh, choosing simplicity as a, as a mindset. Exactly. As a mindset. Yeah. But as That's you true. say, we can make it easier. It's like, uh, you know, if you want to eat healthy, you don't have sweets on the table. Exactly. So it's the same thing. Huh? Yeah. So if we were to say anything about this, I, uh, well, what, what, what I'm thinking about now, if I had, if I wanted to make one area in my life more simple, which area would that be? And, and how would I make it more simple? Mm. What would make it, make it attractive to make it more simple? Just to, I suppose, make it easier and not have to work with the mind so much mm. in terms of, uh, you know, choices or coming to acceptance, because I think that is part of it. You have so many choices, you make a choice, you make a decision. And if you don't accept that decision fully, there's a constant energy drainage. Think about, did I make the right decision or mm. should I also? And, and there you go, the, mm. you're draining yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I don't think I have many things I can simplify more in my life. I'm just reflecting on that. It's like... My life is is pretty close to perfect in terms of simplicity, and because this is so important to me, I I think, and because you know how define it is the lack of worry, and I did really you know thinking about how you define that. Yes, 
I think it's much easier for me to have to sleep well uh, and to to um, be mindful and to be present with my clients and so on because I have so little externally to me to worry about. So I make my life of presence easier by just creating my external world around my mind in such a way that it's easier for me to be present. So I choose to make my life easier. Yeah. And I know I acknowledge what you're saying is that if you were really good at presence and really good at mindfulness and meditation and so on, so that monk should we should be able to put that monk into a, in a highly stressful Western life, and they should be able to deal with that. And uh, I I think I'm choosing to have a little bit more of that monk life in terms of simplicity without actually going and living on a mountain and shutting everything out. And as you say, some people might argue that my life, because this is so personal, some people might argue that my life is not that simple at all. <laughs> uh, but for me it is. 